This episode is brought to you by Jing's Mortgage Team. Jing's Mortgage Team is a team of real estate mortgage professionals whose mission is to help anyone with their real estate needs. If you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, refinance your home, have credit issues, or in need of an investment loan, we can definitely help you. If you're looking for a real estate agent, we know the best of the best real estate agents. Visit the link below for more information. Michael Gao. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. It's an absolute honor for you to be uh, featured as one of our awesome honorable guests. Uh, for our viewers who don't know, Michael Gao to me embodies the the spirit of the boss mentality. He's a man that uh, one of the top producers in uh, uh, real estate. Um, he is one of the founding partners of KWCP. Correct. Um, he, is, he has super loads of experience in business and financial uh, analyzing. Um, president and founder of SB Shuttle Bus, a man of a bunch of hats, super courageous. Michael Gao, thank you so much for coming on. Well, it's an honor to be here. It's my first time doing it. Uh, I am truly honored that you will think of me as being one of your guest speaker here. Uh, I'm not that successful like Helmutson said it, but I'll try to do my best to give you some nuggets. Oh. Hopefully you guys can take it away and then we're going to share some um, you know, experiences together. Oh, Michael, yep. thank you. you're such a humble, humble guy. And you know, if you know Michael, I'm, I'm sure you'll get that same experience and feeling too. You know, always from the first time I met Michael, super humble, super down to earth. I think like I called you out of the blue yes. to see if I could introduce you to <laughs> to Jig, my, my wife and lender. Yes. And uh, I I think you were busy, and then like I followed up with you. Yes. And it was like, and this was what I found very impressive that Michael said, you know, people call me all the time, and they don't follow up, and you followed up, and because you followed up, I'm gonna give you a meeting, and I think that tells me a lot about you as well. Somebody that follows up, you know, makes sure that. Uh, no stone is left unturned, you know? So from then on, you know, again, super humble guy, super hardworking guy. I'm, this is why I'm so excited because, you know, after looking at, you know, your achievements and your successes, you know, I love to offer, you know, see if I can peel back the curtain a little bit, get that secret sauce um, that makes you who you are and successful. So thank you again. No problem. I would <laughs> love to share. But also, you know what? Your follow-up, your consistency also make Helmutton the Helmutson that we know. <laughs> I, I personally don't know him that well, but yeah. it's we only met. This is our first, uh, like first, like first kind of like a meeting. But this okay. is our third time seeing each Something other. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we also, I mean, his consistency and perseverance is impressed me a lot. So that's why we're here today, and we found a lot of commonalities among us. Yeah. So uh, it's great to know you, and it's great to be here today. <laughs> Thank it's you a so truly much. Honor. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But you know, uh, again, you know, there, I, I can see your successes, and I'm just so excited to kind of unpack, you know, okay. some of the things that, you know, led you to all of these, you know, uh, in. Um, these uh, adventures, you okay. know, whether it's business or uh -huh. personal, you know. But yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, uh, you know, where were you born? You know, uh, how did you, uh, you know, what was your humble beginnings like? Sure, sure, sure. So I came to the country when I was ten. Uh, and from China. From China, yeah. So I started. I went middle of third grade. My dad calls from abroad. Hey, you're coming to the U.S. So I said, okay, let's go. <laughs> 
and because uh, my parents were here um, a little bit earlier than I did, and my and, and so I was in China, me and my grandma. So we came here, uh, we uni united, and then uh, yeah, we started from here, and then uh, went to school, uh, graduated from uh, college from Stony Brook, and uh, ever since then I started I started working as a uh, in the financial world, the uh, in corporate America for about six years. Wow. And then after that, uh, came to do real estate, and this is my tenth year in uh, real estate sales. Wow, that's amazing! So, uh, your parents, what do they do for a living? My uh, parents, yeah, right now they they're retired. Yeah. Right, right, right now they're retired. But the when time, they first yeah. came here, you know, it's traditional parents. Uh, mom worked in the uh, the clothing factory. Mm. Uh, dad works in a restaurant. Uh, first generation, you know, uh, parents that they work super hard to you know provide opportunities and you know. For their kids so that they want us their only requirement for us go to school graduate from college and you're off from there yeah and it's yeah. like uh to me that's like the american dream correct you know? yes because people they come with pretty much nothing nothing right? exactly. nothing with you know no friends you know maybe some friends i guess mm -hmm. you know but uh, no property no real like establishment and then they come and they make something out of themselves right so right. that's great to have this in your in your lineage, you know exactly. Um, yeah. How was it like coming over to America in the beginning? You find like it was uh, it was a difficult transition. Yeah, uh, it was challenging, but it was a lot of fun. I see it was a lot of fun because we ca I came from uh, Fujian, uh, and we're in the south. We never I never see snow. First time I came here, I went in 1995. It was the one of the biggest biggest snowstorm in the history. I think the third biggest one, and I see I saw two feet of snow, three feet of snow. By the time we walked out from the apartment, I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. I love this country. You know, it greeted me with all these all these sceneries that I've never exposed before. And uh, um, I, was, I still remember this day that when my dad uh, picked me, oh, well, he came, uh, he, he was on a flight with me. And then um, on our way back to our apartment in Manhattan, uh, in Lower East Side, we bypassed the garbage trucks at night times, the garbage trucks, uh, we don't know what it was. It was to have lights. I saw those as one of the fascinating things because i never seen those trucks with lights on it. Uh, I think it's the 18 trailer. So we passed by a lot of those. I was like, wow, I was fascinated <laughs> by, by this place. So I, I always came here happy. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, that's... My, so, yeah, my experience was never really, no, no negative experience so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Lower East Side, that's Manhattan Chinatown. Am I correct? Or? Uh, Lower East Side, it's right next to Manhattan. Right now, it has changed so much. In yeah. the past, it used to be a very ghetto area yeah. where only the poor people lives. And yeah. now it has transformed into one of the uh, hottest neighborhoods in Manhattan. Yeah, like yeah. hipsters, I think. Correct, right? correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So I, I got to ask you, yes. this is uh, a cool endeavor. I think uh, you started this this interesting company, shuttle company. If you could talk to us about this. Uh, shuttle company? Uh, from, I think, uh, SB shuttle bus, I think it was from Sony Brook when you started. I was impressed that you found this. Uh, yeah, this is a venture that um, me and my friend started in, uh, while we were in school. And we always, I always have these ideas. So, um, you know, uh, it's never in school, you have to explore all different opportunities. I went to Stony Brook. Stony Brook uh, was not known for a business school at the time, uh, but I chose to be major in finance and economics mm. um, so we have to do we have to be creative and think outside the box uh, so during this entrepreneurship class um, you know the professor asked us to come up with some business plans so we so I came up with this uh, shuttle bus company because at the time the only uh, form of transportation from school to New York City uh, was LIR unless you have your own car 
And what happens during the weekends, especially during weekends, it's packed. You sometimes you won't be you can't even find a seat because all everybody try to go back home during the weekends. So yeah, uh, you know, it happens to that. You know, I saw these shuttle bus running across from Chinatown to Flushing to Brooklyn. All those uh, uh, that the local shuttle bus. So I had this idea of maybe we can bring them to campus and try to have you know take some burden off from LIRR and provide an, an alternative mm. solution uh, for public transportation. And it was fun. Uh, we uh, came up with a business plan. We got the support from the school. They gave us a booth to sell tickets. Uh, we coordinated with the, uh, the uh, local uh, shuttle bus company, have them come to school, pick up the students. Uh, we make a small profit. Uh, we pay them a flat fee. Um, sometimes we operate at a loss, but most of the times we were able to pack the bus uh, because uh, there's advantage to the bus. Everybody have a guaranteed seating. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's uh, instead of LIR stopping at multiple stops, it's a direct ride yeah. from school. And we have the bus come to the heart, the center of the school, which is Student Activity Center. And then they drop off, uh, you know, to different locations. One location in Flushing, one location in Manhattan, and one location in Brooklyn. So we had some success at that time. Uh, but at the moment, it was just for fun. And also one of the reason, the real reason behind it is because since we're from uh, business school, we have to show um, the employers uh, who we are. We have to stand out. Mm. Uh, Stony Brook was not known for business school. Uh, what kind of advantage do I have against people from Hofstra, from NYU, from you know all these uh, well-known business schools? We have none. Mm. So that, I want to add something to my resume to make myself stand out. And that's why we created that. And we ran it for about two years, and we were very proud of that. And all of our members, all of our friends, got first round interviews. It's it's yeah. amazing because how many kids in college yeah. can say that they started a successful company? Well, a lot. I think. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, think I, a I lot. guess really. Yeah, oh, I don't. I was. Know. Yeah. We were operating at a very small scale, a very right. small scale. But oh, okay. it was enough for us, you know, to stop us. You know, we don't have need to ask our parents for money. You know, right. for, to, 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 for all the uh, the daily spendings. Right. So we were able to make a little bit profit from there. Yeah, you know, for our younger viewers right. and viewers that, you know, maybe, because, you know, this is part of uh, in category, mm -hmm. uh, you know, business and entrepreneurs and also right. self-help, you know. Correct. For our younger viewers that are watching, mm -hmm. you know, do you have any advice for them as far as just doing it? I mean, what was your secret sauce at the time? I mean, I mean was it, would you say that it's just making yourself stand out or... Was there something else that drove you to, you know, to establish this successful company? Because you continued it after the class was over, right? Correct. Oh, yeah, we operated for two years. Mm -hmm. So um, second year, I went to pursue other opportunities, and I left it with my friends who operated for another year. And then once we graduated, uh, and then we just closed the company. Mm. Uh, well, actually, we closed the company for two reasons. Once we graduated, and two, LRR came back and attacked us. Because <laughs> we stole a lot of their customers, oh, and the students, <laughs> and then what did they do? Uh, so LRR came back. Uh, they uh, were offering fifty percent off their uh, tickets to students. Oh. So you know we were, you know, the, uh, we were we we were packing about uh, seventy-five to hundred students traveling to New York City every week. So they offer us hundred fifty percent. <laughs> discount tickets so pretty much they eat away our um our target customers but uh it was a very fun experience yeah and going back to your question um i think it's very important for us to realize um like at all times to realize where we are know our competition uh know who's out there 
and what the if you're in business either you're um, trying to prepare yourself for the interview know who's out there and what they're looking for prepare yourself mm. um, that's what you know that's what it um, that's what made it us to start the project and also help us to carry it through wow. the two years because we know that Snowy Brook is not known if, wow. if I'm the employer I want to recruit or somebody or, or hire a graduate I would rather hire from a well-known better well school like business school from Hofstra from mm. other schools but why they need to hire you from mm-hmm. Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. Stony Brook is, is a great school. It's known for, you know, the health uh, care industry, the computer science. Uh, we're very strong in those categories. But uh, business school was a new business school at the time. Mm. Uh, but I always have a business mindset that I uh, wanted to go to business school. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm definitely going to circle around <laughs> to that, but it's like, what you know, to, to stay humble, you know, uh-huh. because everything that, again, just very consistent with, uh, with Michael Gao, like, stay humble, right? Like, I think a lot of younger people, you know, coming out of college now is kind of like, I deserve six figures, you know, I, yes. I deserve to get managerial positions. Yes, yes. But then it's like, stay humble, you know, right? Like, kind of know what's out there, what's going on. Yeah. Like, know like, yourself and know what's, you know, it's, it's okay to ask for six figures. But mm-hmm. um, the, the follow-up question that I would ask is, do I deserve those six figures? Yeah. Uh, why would anybody want to pay you six figures? Yeah. Right. Um, um, put yourself into other people's shoes. Yeah. Uh, if I'm the employer, um, why do I need to pay right. you six figures to do the job? Mm-hmm. While if there's other people more capable than you are and charging less, right. Right. you will lose your opportunity. There's two ways. Either you, uh, you, know, you uh, prepare yourself better and so that you can live up to the expectations that you want the other party to to uh, see from you, uh, to get, you want to prepare yourself so that you can live up to the expectations that you set for yourself. Or, you know what, lower your own expectations if you know that you are not able to uh, meet other people's expectations. Mm. So it's about knowing yourself and knowing the other parties. And I think that's that's playing fair. Wow, that, that is definitely playing fair, very logical. And right. I think that needs a little bit of unpacking too, but like, I think, uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. I, I think well, this this is consistent. I think it will come back okay. with your story. But no, I, I, I wanted to circle back to what I was gonna ask before. Like, sure. you know, why did you, out of all the, the programs, why um, did you wanna get into business? Why did you? Why did I wanna get into business? Um, I'm fascinating, but uh, by all these, you know, the business leaders or entrepreneurs, uh, how they are able to think outside the box and create something that's not normal. Uh, you know, uh, it's all these creative minds and creative leaders that help bring changes to the to the society, to the place that you know, to to to, to everything that happens in, in the world. Um, and business, you know, um, it's it's very it's anybody can go into business. So there's no high entry level. The um, barrier is not high. So. I think as long as you want to make a difference, you want to change the way that you know uh, things around you, business is an easy way to go. Mm. Well, you can become a politician, but you know, that that to me was just it's a little bit harder. I think <laughs> I think going to business is a lot easier. Mm. Yeah. So you found it fascinating that I guess maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I guess maybe uh, the changes and the advancements of the world. Correct. You know, yes. like just developed in by a much much better way. Developed right. by great entrepreneurs, and it, it fascinated you, and you wondered if you, you this is something that you can get into as well. Right. I think that's, that interests me, fascinated me, and I just want to be maybe a part of it. Uh, maybe not to a great, you know, maybe won't have a great influence, but I think it's as long doing something that can make me happy. Mm. Yeah. 
oh, I love that. That's that's a mic droppable moment as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's important because, you know, it's it's also important being true to yourself. Correct, being true to yourself. That's right? a making much better happy. way of yeah, making right. you happy. Right. right, right. Because it's like, if you do something that you're not happy with, then right. why do it? Correct. Right? Correct. Because you're not probably not going to be as efficient as you want to be in it, right? right? Because right, right. you're not happy doing it, right? True. So it makes it makes logical sense, True. you know? It's, it's important. Right. So from there, you became, I think, a, a financial analyst, I think. Uh, yes. Kind of business management a little bit. I yes. mean, is there anything, you know, uh, any experiences that you can share from that or? Any experience? Well, um, coming out from college, you always hit with the debt. So you have to find money to pay it off. Yes. So I need to yes. find a job at the time, uh, pay off my college debt. Even though Stony Brook was very generous and you know uh, very helpful, but I still had a debt that I need to pay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, finding a job was the top priority at the time. So ended up interviewing with a North Shore LIJ. Now they uh, changed the name to, uh, to, well, share something. Oh, okay. Well, well, well Northwell. 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 Yes. Northwell Health. Northwell Health. Right. So they hired me as a financial analyst and uh, I started five years and then after, the, I, I started there right after from college. Uh, five months from there, I got called from the uh, previous employer where I entered it, you know, high school uh, and then college. And then uh, they offered me a position. They say, we have a position opening right now. I want you guys to come. I want you to come back and join us. So I joined their uh, corporate finance department, mm. um, and then uh, I s stay in that company for six years. Wow! Yeah. So within that particular time, would you say that that helped you build the foundation of kind of who you are? Yes. Well, can you talk about that a little bit, like how? Um, you know, uh, people come to business with creative minds. Okay. Um, we're very unstable a lot of times. Hmm. Uh, we have many thoughts, you know, going through our minds. Oh, that's I, what you mean by unstable, like a bunch of different right, thoughts. Right. Uh, today I want to do this. Tomorrow I want to okay. do that, and I, I see that as a as a weakness. Hmm. Uh, I see a lot of successful people. They're very consistent. Uh, they have perseverance, but I know that's a weakness that I have. Hmm. So I need to find something that can hold myself accountable to. Uh, so I wanted to find a job. I want to uh, get into a big corporation uh, to learn and see how big corporations run how they are able to attract all these talents and working for them, uh, what are the benefits of them operating an organization that big, and what are tools and some you know, programs that they implement mm. to help them to keep their talents. Um, so I set myself a goal that within the first five years after graduation, I will not start a business on my own, mm. uh, but I will do so after five years. Wow, why five years? Is it just a number that? It's a number that I get from myself because I have to hold myself down to the ground, Okay. hold myself accountable. I don't think you can learn how an operation, uh, how the um, company operates within five months or within the first two, one or two years. Right. Uh, you have to really, if you really wanted to learn something, you have to give them, you have to give yourself some time. So your goal at the time, mm -hmm. when you got into becoming a financial analyst right. was, wasn't just to you know make money necessarily to right. pay the bills, but right. you were also observing how the organize because it's a big successful company, right? Correct. How you were observing and learning how the organization was structured and built. How they structure how that op operates and runs because, like I said, you know what? Um, I know I want to do something. Did that fast? <laughs> did that fascinate you? Like, of course, it was very interesting to you. That's of why you, you were you stayed there for so long. Needless to say, it seemed like you were happy there because you were there for so long, right? Uh, it's I enjoy myself there, but uh, again, it's it's about knowing yourself. 
I know that even if I hate it, I will stay there for five years. Oh, okay. Because you and gave yourself a five-year. Because I have to commit to my own goal. So I gave myself the five-year plan. Uh, I lasted six years in the company. Um, and I learned a lot from my, from my, from my, uh, from my former boss. And, but uh, also the, one of the reasons why it is because two reasons. Um, I could have stayed, continued to uh, work my way up in the uh, corporate ladder. But uh, I saw myself. I, I saw my you know, boss who's making good money, but he started to have kids, and then it's hard for him to let go mm. at his position. Let go of what exactly? Let go of the job. Let go of the income. Okay. Once he let go, there's no stable support for him and his family. Meaning he, he's kind of, I don't want to say stuck, but he's kind of like... You can put it, he's kind of stuck. Okay, <laughs> sure, much. sure. sure. I, there, lack for lack of a better word, yes. Right. But he was kind of stuck. Is that the yes. like, same He can't afford to give up that position. And you didn't like that? And I don't want to put myself in that position, ever. I always wanted to have opportunities. Um, so, you know what? Um, since it was five years, uh, I can stay or I can quit. So I, uh, I, gave him, I actually gave him a uh, six-month of resignation letter. Um, and I was very honest with my uh, with my uh, boss. So you know what? Um, it's not about the money. It's not about the uh, career visions. It's just the company that have given me. It's about my own expectations and the things that I set out for myself. Um, and I learned a lot from that company. I mm. really learned a lot. The reason why I chose to come into sales is also because of that company. Mm. Um, I always wanted to do something for myself. And in a big corporation, the decision makers that I see are coming from two backgrounds, either finance or sales. Hmm. If you see the CEO or the uh, president, the founder, they, most of them have a background either in finance or sales. And since I was doing um, f managing the financials for the uh, corporation, I see sometimes they don't get along very well. well not getting along, meaning that uh, different views and different, um, they will make this different business decisions. From the finance perspective, people are about, you know, it's all about budgeting. If you have the money in the budget, then you can spend it. If it's not in the budget, you can't spend it. Mm. Um, whereas the head of the sales department, they think differently. If I'm able to provide a million dollars and generate another million dollars for the company, why don't you give me mm. 500 or 700 to spend that's not on the budget? So we tend to get into a lot of conflict, not conflict, but these are good conflicts. Yeah. These are good problems. And who makes the ultimate decision? The president <laughs> of the company, right? right? So he needs to understand from both worlds and what he needs to make a business decision, what's going to be better for the company. And that fascinates me a lot. So after five years, I have the decent finance experience. So I said, you know what? Let me go into sales. Right. Would you say that was the secret sauce of what made you know, your time as a financial analyst, that uh -huh. company, uh -huh. uh, would you say that, you know, that was a secret sauce that made them successful finding the right balance or was it something else? Secret sauce finding them successful? Well, yeah. I, I think it's, you know what, the founder of the company, uh, he's brilliant. I mean, he's an entrepreneur, he's a visionary. Uh, but again, uh, he developed this, you know, uh, he had multiple companies under his holding companies and they're very influential. Mm -hmm. uh, I, he inspires me to be, you know, someone like that, to have a mindset like him. So uh, finance, you know, when, we, when I was in corporate finance, you know, we were more about meaning, uh, you know, uh, holding these different 
departments accountable to the budgets that we have created for them. Because you were on the financial side. Financial side. And you were, you were on that side and you right. were kind of like we're finding We're keeping the... each other balanced. Right. Right. So uh, that was my job and I enjoyed it. And I can, uh, I can tell uh, from experience that I learned a lot while I was in that role because I get to meet with different department heads and the conversations that we have, you know, it makes me think, wow, these people think differently. Um, so Could you share maybe an example of a conversation that you had just for our viewers? This is gold. Right, sure. Um, for example, you know, um, for us, if the company gives us a uh, target that you have to meet this goal, and uh, you need to create, you need to bring in $10 million revenue. And That's this the is conversation to the sales or to the, to the financial? So the, every, every year we meet with the head of the okay. sales, uh, head of the uh, different, like the sales department, the marketing department, the uh, research department. We give them a budget. They have to work around. They, they need to ask money right. in order to, to spend the money. Yeah. So that, and then we need to get approval. So once the budget is created, we pretty, pretty much lock them to that budget, right, right. hold them accountable to that budget, <laughs> right? So that's what finance department does. Mm. And, uh, but, you know, things change. Uh, along the way, you know, the industry might change. There's, there might be new technology that need to invest in, but they never thought of. Uh, new stuff coming in. They need more money in order to hit that goal or surpass that goal. Now, those are the times when we come into, you know, that, that we need to explore further. And we have to ask them all these, you know, crazy questions. To them, is a tedious question. To them, it's a no-brainer. Why would you ask me? Why, if, if I can bring you a million dollars extra revenue, just give me the five hundred thousand to spend, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I'm sure you don't need. It's, I'm sure it's a no-brainer. Right. But again, you know what? The company needs to be accountable to all the goals that we hit. What if they missed the target? You know, they spend the five hundred thousand dollars and then they never hit the goal. Mm -hmm. You know, who's accountable for that? Wow. Right. And then we need to get approval from our parent company <laughs> to see if this is if they can spend the money. So that. You know, it's 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 just, it's 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 how business or decisions are make, and we we run into that a lot, you know, and, and that's with all the different companies, and I, and I find it fascinating. I I find it extremely fascinating and because I think everybody has great ideas. Correct. People always have great ideas. Correct. But then if we can't get foot to concrete, put the pavement, and really crunch out the numbers, if this is even possible to do, correct, it's always going to remain a dream. Correct. And I think that it sounds like this is something, a foundation that you hold with you in all your other, is this safe to say, yes. all your endeavors, this experience, that's amazing right. you know, that you had this experience because you're able to really crunch those numbers and see if something is realistic or if it's just a dream. I wouldn't say a dream, but if, if it's doable, and plus right. if it meets our financial responsibility as a company. You know, we have we are a subsidiary of a parent company. The parent company hold us accountable right. for some figures that we need to hit, mm -hmm. right? And they only allow us to spend a certain money. Right. So we but to us budget is everything. Mm -hmm. uh, once we have the budget in, we don't want to touch it or change it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like how, you know, the government has a budget to spend, uh, how they spend it, they have to hit certain goals, they have to spend it in certain areas. And we want to ask the you know the uh, from a finance perspective, we want to hold them accountable yeah. to the money that we said we're going to give them. We will give them the money. Yeah. But uh, from the sales perspective, they will say, don't worry about how I spend my money as long as I'm going to give you the results that you wanted to, yeah. to see. Right. Right? Right. Right. So uh, that's the, you know, it's, it's a two different mindset. Uh, I'm not saying which one is right, which one is it's wrong, but it, they're all right. They're all right. It's just that people coming from this perspective. So that made me realize that, you know what, the world is not just black and white. You know, uh, there's multiple, there's many, many perspectives. Uh, different people see it from different views, and they have, and all their perspectives are right. And I think that's what makes our society work and operate the way we work. Um, we can, 
you, we, we can set we can give ourselves goals but we can you know also be open to other opinions from other people that come from different views wow that's yeah. a great that's what quote. that's what i learned from uh, my six years of experience working in corporate america that's great because i think coming from the public school because like, i'm a public school teacher right. coming from the public school side i think a lot of times when you teach kids about testing standardized testing yes. and there's a, there's a right answer there's a wrong answer and if you yes. get a wrong answer you get a certain yeah. amount of points deducted right Correct. i think it trains unfortunately it trains right. people that there it's a black and white world mm -hmm. and sometimes you know you can get to the answer in multiple ways. Correct. And I think that's the beauty of business as well because there's that's the beauty ways of business. Correct. Of getting to your goal. And now you know we graduate from school. Now we know you know the the world needs to be a to run this way. You know yes. if there's only black and white, yes or no, or there's only a um, true or false. Absolutely. Then it's just a robot. Absolutely. You know what make us uh, humans? What make us you know um, uh, unique? are all these different ways of, you know, different mindsets, different personalities, yes. uh, different way of thinking, and different ways of seeing things. That's what makes us unique. And you know what, there are people who are more successful, there are people less successful, but we need everybody in the world. Mm -hmm. Or else, the world is not perfect. Right. Well, it is not perfect. It's not perfect. But <laughs> right, right. But it, there's, a, there's a perfection in the imperfection. Correct. Right? Because, yes. because everybody serves a function. Correct. Everybody is exactly. their own journey. Their own and that journey. also, you know, um, teach me to pay respect and to what um, to all different peoples and also people from different um, coming from different backgrounds people with different views uh, we respect each other mm -hmm. and I think that's the biggest lesson that I learned yeah. and uh, from my uh, working experience in, in uh, corporate America so I have to ask you you know when you took the leap I mean correct me if I'm wrong mm -hmm. like from corporate America you mm -hmm. got into like your, on your own exactly on your own uh -huh. your own entrepreneurship entrepreneurship right. becoming your own boss you know what was the because again this isn't something that I I can't imagine it being an easy decision right it's not easy because you're you're going from a set schedule a set salary right Correct. and then suddenly your input is may not give you the output you're yes. you're on your own yes. right can you talk a little bit about that decision making process and if there's any kind of advice or suggestions sure. that you have for our viewers that are thinking about making that sure 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 it's, um, like I said uh, you know um, I came from the, uh, I have a business mindset. Um, I graduated from the business school. Uh, I know I will be in business and practice my, you know, my hobbies, my interests, things that I love to do. Uh, so I gave myself the five-year goal. You know, uh, no matter what happened during this five year, I will be staying in the, in, in, in the big corporation uh, till I learn the things that I wanted to learn and experience the uh, stuff that I want to experience. Um, so... After that expires, you know, it's it's costly. A lot of people don't understand why you have to give up a, a, a stable job. Like you said, you know what, there's paychecks coming into your bank account every two weeks. And it's very stable and it's growing. And you can afford a, a, a pretty decent life, you know, a lifestyle that you enjoy with you, your wife. And also at the time I had a, uh, my first child. By giving up, I gave up everything. Uh, there's no stable income coming in. Wow, and again, at the time, again, I'm going to repeat right. this because this is important. You had, you were married. I was married. You and had, I had a my kid. first kid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, but you know what? I always ask the second question, the follow up question. I think the real secret sauce that you always mention is the follow up question. I think your success is also the reason why that we're here today is because of your follow up. Mm. I think that is the secret sauce. Mm. Uh, you asked me the question why I give up, but I also asked myself the follow up question what if I don't give up at the time? Mm. It will cost me. Perhaps it will cost me more. Right. 
to that, give up at a later time. That you know that's a that's a really great quote, you know, to to elaborate more on, right? Uh -huh. Because it's like again coming back to this black and white idea, right? Like yeah. oh, you know, there's there's a there's a right choice and a wrong choice, but you know, what if this right choice that you thought you took at the time is really the wrong choice? Kind of right. mind blowing type of thing, right? We don't know if it's yeah. right or wrong. Exactly. That you know what, um, as a young professional, I think it's it's okay to make mistakes. Uh, you have to allow yourself the chance to make mistakes. Um, everybody have their own different perspective and way of seeing things. But I know for myself, if I don't take this opportunity, if I do not let go of that income, I will regret. I will truly regret. Even if I make it to the, 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 the highest in the, in the corporate hierarchy, I will regret that I never took that opportunity and I will feel sorry and I'm bad for myself because I gave myself a five-year expectation. Yes. I felt that I let myself down. Mm -hmm. So at that time, it wasn't about the money, but it was also about fulfilling your own goals. Right. And that goal is a commitment I made myself six years ago, wow. which is a five-year commitment in corporate America. And then you let go. Yeah, well, I want to say also, like, would you say that, of course, this wasn't a blind right. choice, it's not it was, a blind choice. It right, was, it was, it was like, planted six years ago. Right. And within that time, you felt confident enough to say, if I make this decision to make this leap, I'm gonna. I'm equipped with the right tools to give myself a fighting chance, a good fighting chance. Would you say that is a good assessment when you made that leap? Not really. Oh, wow. And, okay. I, and I'll share with yeah, you this. Please. Um, I do not know how well I will perform in real estate sales mm -hmm. because the retention rate here is very, very, very low. We have very high turnover rates. Nine out of the 10 realtors that you see will most likely quit within their first two years, Yeah, right? Uh, it's kind of scary over here, but in order for me to make the decision, I have to burn all my oil bridges. Mm. I wasn't confident that I'm able to do it, mm -hmm. but I know myself that if I don't make that decision, tough decision, or if I don't burn all the bridges, it's gonna cost me more to be successful. It will, it will, it will, it will, it will take me a, it's gonna be harder for me to be, to give in 120% of my efforts. Right. Because is it one of those like one step back to take two steps forward right. type of a thing? I like to burn all bridges. Mm -hmm. Well, different in the different ways, in different right. ways. Um, I was offered the opportunity to go back at any time to my um uh to, to, to the to, to the company that I work with and I really appreciate my former boss and the you know the company to making those offers but I never took it I never looked back because I know once I look back I wouldn't go 100% or 120% in the new route that I'm trying to right. go with that's what you mean by burning bridges correct okay correct but I never I mean I'm I, I still you know during holidays I still text my old boss right, right, uh, right. for many many years right, after right uh, to appreciate everything that he has taught me and all the opportunities that right. he gave me. Uh, but I, I will never go back to that job. Right. It's not that I hated it. I respect it a lot, but I know for myself. Because I, I know myself. Right. You, uh, you, you chose on a destiny correct. that you wanted to make for yourself. Right. And you wanted to burn, I guess, symbolically, correct. burn that bridge to I don't that give destiny. My, I don't give myself the chance to ever to look, even look to back. To go back. Right. To look back. To not even look back. Okay. Because once I change my head, you know what? You have different thoughts. Instead of wasting time to think about, oh, what happened? What happened if I do this and I don't do that? Uh, what, once I took this one, I I'm losing a lot of all these opportunities. Don't think that way.
you know what, just focus on the route that you're taking and just give 100% of your efforts to make, to make it. Yeah. Um, I think that's the difference between people who, you know, who have guts and who don't have mm. much guts. Right. And you just have to make calls during life. Just like, you know, yeah. when you're playing games, you have to make some tough calls and tough decisions from time to time. It's, it's amazing because, yeah. you know, Mr. Humble Pie over here, right, won like, you know, platinum sales award, you know, X amount of years in a row was like, you know, continue. so needless to say, when, you know, despite it being a big leap for you, mm -hmm. you got comfortable real quick and you were very, very successful because it was multiple years that, you know, you outperformed the rest, you know? So again, humble pie person, but like definitely, you know, uh, a man of many talents, you know? Um, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? When you first jumped in uh -huh. to, to sales, you kind of knew to the experience. I mean, you know, what was, what was that experience like? Were there any struggles? Were... Of course. Um, so after I made the change to real estate, I mean, real estate to me, uh, you can, I have zero, real estate to me, it's, 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 it's a new industry. Um, especially in sales, real estate sales, it's a totally different, you know, in the past, we just go to the office, we sit in the office, it's a very nice office, you know, and we get to enjoy all the uh, perks that the office gives us. Now coming to real estate sales, there is no, we're 100% commission, there's no base. Um, you make money only when you close this transaction, right? So uh, that's a lot of pressure. But um, to me, it's, it's a win or go home situation. Either you make it or you go home. Um, one, it's because, how, how, how should I put this? Let me think. Um, so when you put yourself in that position where I do not allow myself to look back, mm -hmm. you have no choice but to go all in. Mm. You're back right. against the wall. I'm back against the this wall. This is it. Like right. do or die type of Even thing. Even right? if Hamilton give me a position, Mike, if you fail, come to my company and you're going to work for me. You'll always have a safety net in place. Don't ever take that mm. as a backup plan. There's no backup plan. You just have to go all in. Um, I know the chance of survival in real estate is very low. At that time, well, at all times, 10%, 20% retention rate. Mm -hmm. I knew that fact at the beginning, but I wanted to challenge myself because remember, um, during my six years in corporate America, I see us, the finance department and the sales department get into arguments for the better of the company, right? Because we came from different mindset and mentality. I want to put myself into others, the other field, mm -hmm. the other side. Why are salespeople thinking the way that they think, mm -hmm. right? Since I have my uh, finance background, now I want to experience sales. What is it like to be in sales? So I just throw myself under the bus and just into this uh, in, into this um, real estate sales yeah. industry. I wanted to say there there is a valuable point that you made, right? right? You know, I, I just I was thinking about this the other day. It's like if you tell yourself I'm gonna do my best, uh -huh. and if my best isn't enough and I have a backup plan, right. you know, I did my best, and it's, it's almost like best. a cop out. It's not best, exactly. It's not your best because versus saying. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, it's, correct. It sounds similar, but it's actually drastically different mentality. And different it sounds, mentality. And it sounds like you took the, I'm gonna do whatever it takes mentality and right. doing it. And, and, and maybe that might even be the secret sauce. Who knows, right? It might be. <laughs> and remember, um, not a lot of people will support you when I was, mm. not a lot of people were supporting me um, when I was making the decision. Uh, because uh, your close friends, family members, they worry about you, they care for you. 
you know, my in-laws, my, my, my mom-in-law at the time, you know what, she, we have a baby, I have a, I have a uh, family to feed. Uh, what if you don't make the money? Was gonna, you have no paycheck coming into your bank. And to be honest with you, working in America, corporate America, you know, maybe, you know, uh, you, you, you're working uh, business casual suits, all these, uh, you look nice, but your bank account doesn't look that nice. Mm-hmm. After all the cuts, especially during your first few years, uh, you, don't, you don't get to save a lot, mm. right? Um, so that's a big, but uh, you have security, you know, there's stabilities in there. But now you have your people, the close people that, your close friends and family members, they start to worry for you. That also, to me, it's a, that also adds fuel within me mm. to, to, to achieve. Because you don't so want don't let to... them, you know, worry more about me. That, yes, it's a tough decision, but I need to do what I set out to do in order for not to have the people who care about me worry more about me. You know, I want to wow. ease their worry. But again, I put myself into that position. They did not, mm-hmm. right? So I have to be accountable for myself, for the family, and for those people who are around me. That's so, amazing! Wow, thank you so much for that. Yeah, yeah you know, I think like you know, uh, us Asians, we get the stereotype of being overachievers, and then just ah, uh, not really. But that's kind of that's kind of it, right? People, uh-huh. oh, you're overachiever. That's it. Right, right. But then it's like that. I, I love that because that really, again, peels back the curtain a little bit about you know, uh, you know what drives people to achieve more mm-hmm. and to you your self standard and your self expectation that you put yourself in right. the the i am going to do whatever it takes, it takes. to succeed Correct. because of i don't want to worry my family i have a, i have a wife and kid i got to take care of the bills yeah. like you put yourself in this position is takes I have a, to. it takes a tremendous amount of courage to uh-huh. do that i mean you know, would you say that your expectation of yourself was the driving force for the courage? Or would you say that it was something else that happened in your life that, or your childhood that made you so brave and willing to be so adventurous and do something? I think it's knowing yourself. Mm. The reason why I have these expectations for myself and put these challenges uh, for myself is because I know myself that I'm a lazy bum, that I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> right. That if... Aren't we all, right? We yes, all, we, 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 all, all, we all can I, be. I, right? I, yes, I always wait to do things at the last minute before the deadline. And it's very, very tough to change those habits mm. because once that habit is developed, it's extremely hard to change that. I admit it. And so the only thing that I can do to change that is to set myself some goals that I must hit to change the ship around a little bit, right? Uh, so that's why I said five years, you have to do it. You know what? Mm, I have to make it at a certain level uh, in order to not let my family members worry about me. Mm. I have to achieve this at this time and make this decision at this time. So I was being purposeful and lay out the roadmap for myself. Develop those great because habits. Because I know myself because right. if, I don't, if I don't put these let's say, protocols in place, I will be a slacker. Mm. You know, yes. I will not be doing anything because, you know, I, it's, 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 I'm a procrastinator. Yeah, and I hate that. Yeah, I yeah, do man. not want to see myself being a procrastinator. Uh, you want to make difference. You want to, you want to, you, want to, you know, uh, bring out the best of you. 
uh, if you're procrastinate, you don't get anywhere. Mm. So knowing that yourself is a procrastinator, it really gives me more. You know, uh, I put more emphasis on setting myself some. You know, always give myself challenge. You know, to meet those uh, and then to overcome those challenge, mm. so I can carry on myself, carry myself to the next, to the next uh, goal mm. that I set for myself. That's an incredible point because yeah. it's like, especially for our viewers out there, that. Maybe the the procrastination bug has bit them. It's not too late. It's, it's not. It's, you, you actually, just, it's not that bad. But it's just knowing it, acknowledging it. Exactly. Everyone has weaknesses and failures. But uh, yeah, that's one of my weaknesses. <laughs> no, but and totally backed by science, right? Like uh, positive psychology states that it takes something like around three weeks of constantly doing something. You know, whether it's a new habit or uh, whether it's jogging or exercising, whatever. It takes about three weeks, twenty one days. And okay. if you do it every day, right. it will become a part of your personality. It will become it part is, of you. It's easier for you to now do it because you and especially if you're a procrastinator, you know what? I can build up the habit, but very easy. To build it's, up. In the, it's 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 very easy to go back. Mm. If you if you can do it for three weeks, but if you don't have if you don't hit the next goal, you're gonna go back to the original, you know, mm. square one. And then you have to build up. It's hard. So I don't want to waste my time going back and forth, back and forth. Mm. So why don't I just push myself to the limit to yeah. see what I can do in order to to fulfill the bigger dreams or the, to meet the, um, you know, the bigger goals that I set for myself. Right. So, so I got to <laughs> ask you, this is great. You know, I got to ask you, you know, on to that, you uh -huh. know, the next chapter, next part of that journey, right? Mm -hmm. uh, being one of the founding partners of KWCP, right? Okay. Do you feel like this is the, because this is a recent endeavor that, that yes. you started. Yes. Would you say that you still carry this mentality, this energy with you because you need to constantly challenge yourself yes is that what made you make that leap to yes. now start a whole different endeavor yeah and i'll share with you um yeah. so i said you know i said myself you know what another five to ten years in the business mm. uh, in the sales business um so this is my 10th year so time is up wow there's no time for me to 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 really to 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 uh to play around with you know to fool around with so um and i have been a solo sales agent the past 10 years um, I set myself a goal that I needed to hit uh, a to receive a diamond award, which is about uh, it's it's pretty it's, it's it's a pretty prestigious award in the in terms of productions. Um, I never hit that, mm. and during last year, that was the last chance that I had because it's my ninth year, so I did a, I, I did everything I could, and I tried my best, and I we got diamond mm. last year. Now. Steps that I took to get there was challenging. Uh, the experience was phenomenal. But I'll share with you this. Once I hit it, I become clueless again. Because hmm. again, this is understanding myself. That once I hit the goal, if I don't set myself a, high, a bigger goal, then I become the lazy bum that I am, that I'm so are, that I still <laughs> so are today. And I don't want to see that. So... In order for me to continue to do this, I have to set myself a different goal, get myself a different goal. Mm. Uh, in the ninth year, I never thought about what am I going to do next. I don't know. I was thinking about going to school. I would think about quitting real estate. I would think about all these nonsense. But um, then I realized these are my weaknesses. You know, these are the uh, different uh, different Michael Gal. You know, have different perspective, and they they keep in my head, uh, uh, the easy way the out. The easy way out, yeah. right? So I don't want that. I don't like that. It's part of me, but it's the part of me that I don't I don't like about myself. Right. So I want the stronger me, 
the more powerful me and the more purposeful me to overtake those weaker me. That's so relatable because yeah. that's so many people have that. And right, right, right. Sadly, you know, a lot of people choose that Correct. easier route, right? right? But then later on, Correct. wonder why maybe they're not happy or why right. they're in that position. And, and you're like, right. so again, I love this because it sounds like a little, you know, a little secret <laughs> sauce here, right? So for you, it's like you just when you hear that voice it's uh -huh. like i i gotta run away from that voice yes i have to run away from that and we all need to run away from that um no one is perfect we all have our weaknesses but it's okay uh, we just have to acknowledge those mm -hmm. and know what are your weaknesses what are your strengths um so you know what i made myself a goal you know what 10 years up i hit the goal in my personal growth and my personal productions maybe i can help other people to achieve the same mm -hmm. maybe i want to help another person hit platinum or hit, even hit diamond uh, so that I can influence them and change their life for the better and help them make more money in this business. So that's why I started uh, my own team. Uh, the goal of this team is not to, for myself to make more money, but I want us to see, to be able to um, show other potential, uh, other other um, realtors who have uh, great potentials to, you know what, to utilize their potential and exceed in life as well. Wow. It's so like the goals. Yeah. It's like an amazing kind of a protocol or yeah. maybe a roadmap that at least right. for you, how you can achieve the most that you can be. Correct. Be the best you can be. Right. 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 And, and you wanna to, you wanna see that right. happen to other people. And I think in order for me to go to the next level, I have to develop something for others. I have to make others, you know, uh I want to I want to see others be successful as well, so I can move on to the next level. Um, people need to take these positions. You know what? It's like a ladder. Um, if you don't have the next level down, the whole ladder is gonna collapse, and there's no way that you can go higher up. So now I want to build a team. I want to build a structure. I want to implement the company's uh, structure models to see how many. Michael Gauss, they are. <laughs> and <laughs> Not Michael Gauss. And yeah. I cannot, they don't have to be Michael Gauss. They, sure. they be themselves. Uh, but I want them to get the same results that I right. was able to uh, accomplish. Through and being the, tr the their true self. Their, correct. Their being best, their they're being their best, best they can self. be. Correct. Right. Oh, they don't have wow. to be me, me. They don't have right. to because uh, everybody right. have different routes and different ways of doing business. But I wanted to show them that this is possible. Uh, that, you know what, um, if they share the same mentality, if they are committed, to be the best they can be, they can really be the best they can be. And we don't know what the best is. That's the exciting That's part. That's the exciting part, exactly. Yeah. Right? We don't know what the best that, it is. It's great. And it's yeah. like, Michael, you, you've, you've trained, I think, over 100 people already, and it's you're still training and continuing to go. I mean, would you right. say that's like your next, you know, like your next goal in a way, like, like that you can mention it before, kind of like, you know, helping others and and i feel like that's all that's always good business right it's like right. when you put helping others first mm -hmm. you know you actually help yourself you help yourself right? and i learned that through last year so you know I, that's why i was really um grateful for the company who gave me the um ability uh, give me the chance to you know to be able to share my knowledge in real estate with other um newer newer agents right. uh to help them uh, grow their business as well yes um like you said you know what the best way to learn the best form of learning is by teaching, and hmm. uh, you are a teacher. Oh man, that's another and, and, quotable and, moment. <laughs> and, and and I think that's that resonates with me a lot. And I never realized that until last year. I didn't realize that because hmm. I would remember I was always solo agent, and I always have a goal, and I was being purposeful. I have no time to reflect 
to think, what if this happens? What if that happens? Because I have no time to to think about that. But I realized uh, 2022 was my best year, my business year, busiest year, and I have accomplished so much. Uh, one is because I never look back. I never look at other opportunities because I'm very uh, purposeful. And two, you're you really don't know what you can be until you really set yourself, set the mind to do what you set up for yourself. And it was amazing. I never, I could have never imagined that I was able to hit diamond at the very last year. I was never, I couldn't imagine myself being, you know, to, to share my knowledge with so many newer agents who have great potentials um, and make an impact in their business, you know, um, and that also changed my mind. So after 10 years, it's up. Now I have a little bit more clarity of what I want to achieve. Mm. What is my next goal, my next five to 10 years? Well, do you have that? Do you want to share like what that is? I, I like, don't know right now, but I, oh, okay. I, I, I'm taking the steps to make it plus. So okay. that's why I started my own team. I started uh, the, our KWCP. Yep. And these are all still real, real estate related. Uh, it could be other things. Um, I personally like to challenge, uh, like go and uh, forget out everything in the past, start everything fresh at a new venture. Wow. Something. We don't know what that is right now uh, because 10 years is not up. Yeah. So I'll just wait for the 10 years to come up and, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then we'll figure it out at that time. I love it. I love it. So if you, if you were to say, uh-huh. looking back, if there's a way somehow that you can give your, yourself 10 years uh, in, in Stony Brook, uh-huh. the Michael Gow in Stony Brook, if you can uh-huh. give him some advice, you know, uh-huh. what would you say you would say to that Michael Gow? I have my best experience in college. Mm-hmm. That's where I met my wife. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have uh, the best friends from college. So Stony Brook gave me everything that I ever wanted in a higher education um, experience. Uh, the knowledge, the network, the people, and everybody that I came across. Um, I, I was proud of the Michael Gal 15 years ago, mm. uh, 2000, from 2004 to 2007. Uh, I, like, I like who he was at the time. I wish that I can resonate more with the old self, because at that time you don't know nothing. The world is an ugly world. If you don't mind me saying, no, that. I don't mind. It's, you know, it's true. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's, it's, it's. It could be as nasty as you can imagine, but that's why it needs more of the younger viewers to be true to themselves, mm. to bring positivity and kindness to the world. Yes, right. Especially in sales, it's a cutthroat business. Yes, right. Uh, uh, not to say that they're wrong. Uh, they can be nasty 100%, 100%. at times, right? So in order for us to carry on uh, the future years and future years, I think we have to reflect, you know, all these uh, beautiful memories we have from our childhoods, all these um, all these uh, greatness and the kindness that we share at all times. Those are the times and the characteristics that help me to, you know, to, to come back with the ugly side of the world. Because eventually you guys will face it, no matter what. Even the most successful people will face it, right? And uh, we just have to remember uh, what carry us this far, all the positive things. All the, so that's why with me and my kids, I try to uh, have them be as happy as they can. Uh, uh, I don't care too much about the school grades, um, but I think as long as they find who they are and they can identify themselves through uh, the uh, growing up, through the process, I think I'm okay with them. I think I'm happy for them. Um, so, 
Wow. So looking back, it's like that's a great answer. It's yeah. like you appreciated. I actually love. I actually love the Osa. That's what, what I'm saying. I yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's like you, you appreciated the experiences that you had, and you wouldn't change a thing. Like just no, be I won't. Michael Gao, be the Michael Gao from Stony Brook. You know, you're gonna be okay. You know, love yourself. We have to learn how wow. to love ourselves. Yeah. And I know, um, you know, especially for uh, people who are still in college yeah. or who are recent graduates, love who you are. Uh, you can be a better person, but all your past experience, whether it's good or bad. There must be something unique, something good. Remember the good ones. You know what? We have a long way to work and improve on our own weaknesses. Like I tell you, I still have weaknesses, but we also have to acknowledge our own weaknesses in order for to give us the chance to fix those weaknesses and turn them into our strength. Wow, Michael Gao. Yeah. I don't know what better way to end this. <laughs> end it on that. That's that's it's, you know, that's, it's, that's amazing. You know, incredible story. Thank you so much, Michael Gao, for the the jewels that you've left for our viewers. I'm so excited to see what that next endeavor. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> maybe, well, next... maybe. Yeah. What was? I, I still haven't figured it out yet. So I still have a couple of months to figure it out. But uh, let's just set out, finish my ten year journey first, and then we'll see. Yeah. What happens next, Michael Gao? All right. Honor. It's pleasure. a pleasure to be here. Privilege and is mine for you to come on. It's, it's my pleasure. And yeah. uh, I really appreciate everything that you do. And I think you are spreading this positivity. You're, yeah. uh, you're, you're spreading all, what, everything that you do. I think it's, it's, you're going to make an impact ah. to the viewers that you have on your channel. And I think you're, you're phenomenal. No, th no you're, you're phenomenal. phenomenal. <laughs> you are phenomenal. No, but, but thank you again, Michael Gao. Oh, you got to come back on again. All right, man. is brought to you by Jing's Mortgage Team. Jing's Mortgage Team is a team of real estate and mortgage professionals whose mission is to help anyone with their real estate needs. If you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, refinance your home, have credit issues, or in need of an investment loan, we can definitely help you. If you're looking for a real estate agent, we know the best of the best real estate agents. Visit the link below for more information.